coach at UVU and former Laker, of course, Mark Madsen. My memory is just Kobe is a great man, a family man, a great human being. As a teammate, I spent a lot of time with him. Early in my career, my first year, there was nothing but love between Kobe and I. Years two and three, it was hard because Kobe kind of amped up the pressure and the expectation on me as a player and a teammate. And years two and three at the Lakers were difficult for me. We saw some great times together. And then I went back and I coached Kobe and our relationship grew and it evolved. And ultimately, I love him. He, he really helped me grow and progress as a player. I got much tougher, and I became a much better player with Kobe pushing me. We've got some breaking news. Donovan and Rudy are all-stars. I just didn't see a way both Donovan and Rudy weren't going to be on this team. I didn't either. Uh, they just couldn't do that. I think so, too. I think this is deserved. I think if you look at the, the numbers, honestly, Gordon, I don't think there's anybody out there that really has that strong of argument to get in over either one of them. As it should be. And that's not coming from any kind of homer perspective, anything like that. I've watched those guys play. I've compared the statistics. I've compared their effect on games, and they are absolutely where they should be. Howard Beck from the Bleacher Report was a beat reporter covering the Lakers for the first seven years of Kobe Bryant's career. You can't just distill Kobe's career to five championships and X number of all-star games and all-NBA nods and all that's meaningful, but the reason that he made such an impact on fans and on an entire generation of players who now populate this league is because everybody could see how badly he wanted it, how hard he worked for it, and that's the lesson of his life. The one that people should take. Whatever you're doing, be all in. And Kobe showed that on the court in his endeavors once he retired, in the way he raised his daughters, and how completely devoted to his family he was. Whatever he did, including parenthood, he was all in. Now I say this somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but are Jazz fans rooting for Rudy Gobert to get picked last? Why would they want that? So he still comes out of this with a real chip on his shoulder? <laughs> That's a pretty good so point. So he, he gets the hey, honor. Wait a minute. He gets the honor, but he still has a chip well, on his shoulder. One of the things that makes it so interesting in this particular case is because the way the All-Star game is played. What did you... <laughs> uh, that you was... want to explain uh, that? My, my daughter has come in for a visit. And, uh, and she just blurted she out? She just blurted out, Rudy Gobert, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yes, she That's did. Funny. Matt Harpring, longtime member of the Utah Jazz and opponent of Kobe Bryant. I mean, there's just two or three players I could ever remember going against in competition that had a will and a desire to win more than Kobe Bryant. You knew it was going to be a war. If he could, he beat you 100 to nothing. It's admirable because he inspired a generation of players that saw what he did, and it was more about his will to win. If you listen to people talk and about his work ethic, how his will to win just came off the TV where people could see it. Like, he just wasn't willing to lose. That just wasn't his persona. Best Sports Radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Happy Friday to everybody out there. You made it. Uh, it is the weekend, and we are live at The Warehouse. Come on out and join us. We're at their Orem location, 86 East University Parkway. We'd uh, certainly love to see you. Uh, Gordon will be along here uh, coming up momentarily. Uh, so uh, we look forward to seeing Gordon, of course. 
kind of. Just kidding. Uh, but come on out and join us. 86 East University Parkway. Austin is back at our Vivint Smart Home Arena Carrier Studios. Happy Friday to you, Austin. How are things? Uh, things are great. Did some uh, good stuff at ARUP today. It was a good day. Yeah, did uh, did Tony do the pint for pint challenge? Did we get a gallon out of Tony today or what? No, uh, because, you know, you've grown accustomed to this. Tony promises things and then never delivers. No, that's true. Like the like the he thinks he can eat a dozen hot dogs in the, the course of a, a jazz game. Well, he claims he can, a, but then he won't back it up. Even when we attached it to charity, he still won't do it. Uh, Tony, you know, talked to that Kobayashi guy once or something or stalked him uh, during an event or something like that and thinks he has the secret to consuming hot dogs, which is obviously ridiculous. A dozen hot dogs uh, in that five foot one frame. Are you kidding? There's not a chance. Not a <laughs> it's chance. It's not happening. No. Michigan with buns, a, by the way. <laughs> with but Yeah, never. Michigan has a better chance of winning the national championship, which is extraordinarily low. Than Tony would uh, completing that uh, that challenge, but uh, of course we kid. Uh, we have a, Gordon will be here. We will have Gordon's list. We'll see what uh, Gordon is uh, concocted in that mind of his coming up. Uh, we'll also uh, talk a little bit about the the Super Bowl. Our friend Ty Schalter from Five Thirty Eight is going to join us to give a little preview between uh, Kansas City and the San Francisco Forty Nine ers, of course. And uh, Austin, do you have uh, big time Super Bowl plans? Do, what What do you plan on doing? Or are you that guy who who wants to watch it alone because you actually want to watch the game? No, I'm I'm the guy that doesn't care about the football all as much as I care about the uh, hanging out and just uh, eating bad food. Okay, so so with that in mind, what are you doing? We usually just go over. Excuse me. We usually just go over to my parents and have you know the little smokies, some hoagie sandwiches, a lot of junk food, and laugh it up, play some games, and watch some of the football. Okay, that, you know what? That sounds pretty. That sounds pretty darn good, actually. That that, that doesn't sound bad at all. I had a, a real, real quick, Jake. Isn't it yeah. strange that the biggest game of the NFL season actually gets watched the least? If that makes sense. Like I know there there's a it's most the most people are tuned in, but how much of it is actually being watched, and how much is that is just on at a party? Oh. It's, so much more just on at a party or whatever, but it's why the Super Bowl just is, is so much bigger than sports itself because it, and this is why the N, the NFL is is just evil and brilliant because they've infiltrated everybody's lives. I mean, how many uh, how many Austin uh, like uh, like millennial types out there that hate sports? Do you know? You know, I've got a I've got a bunch. You know, that I know in my personal life. And they all, you know, oh, I don't like football. But you know what? Every single one of them watches the Super Bowl. Right, exactly. Like even even people that don't like sports, even the people are like anti-sports where they're still like, oh, well, it's Super Bowl. So they're, every, it's turned into a worldwide must-watch television in a world where must-watch television doesn't exist. And, it, and we wonder why the Super Bowl has so much power and is so uh, just mm. uh, printing money. And it's because they've they've found a way to infiltrate uh, life, life, and not just sports life. Yeah, it, it, it just it's feels like wild. it's it's a party first, and the Super Bowl comes along with the party, right. rather than it, we're all gathered around to break down the game. But isn't it the only thing that that we uh, abs- that is an absolutely have to watch on television anymore? I, I mean that everybody that the world is watching. I True. Mean, it it that's it. You know the the college football national championship gets good ratings, uh, the NBA championship, the World Series. I mean, you, you know, you look at them from a television standpoint, and and they all do fine, and they're they're all very valuable, and they all pale in comparison to the Super Bowl. Like it's 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 beyond a phenomenon at this point, and it's it's. You're right, Austin, that it's it's not so much about the game, but that's just because there are so many more eyeballs on it that it's just it it's just beyond the sport itself, which is pretty remarkable, actually. Yeah, and and certainly a victory for for the National Football League. And I'm with you. I mean, I'm I'm planning on we're going to uh, to a friend's house and. We're gonna get all the families together, and we're gonna watch the game. And he's a big Niner fan, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but I do have a, <coughs> I do have one conundrum, Austin, because I have not. Uh, I've got to admit, I'm I'm a skier, and I have not been skiing this year. In fact, 
since I've, I've had a child, and I don't know how people with like multiple children uh, actually function with any sort of social life whatsoever, but with a child, I have not gone skiing at all this year. Have not gone. For the past couple of years, I haven't even bought like a, a season's pass because I've known I, I would not use it enough to make it worthwhile. So my wife, through her company, gets a free pass on one day, you know, a free pass for the company and they pass it around the employees and, and you sign up for a day and you get it for a day and whatever. And, and so my wife signed up for this Sunday, not realizing it was Super Bowl Sunday. Ooh. So we're, we're going to, we're going to take advantage of it. So we're thinking, oh, great. Let's, let's go first chair. And uh, and go ahead and uh, and get on up there and 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 take advantage of it and then hustle down and, and do the Super Bowl thing and uh, we'll be tired but you know whatever yeah. uh, but then I find out and I should have known this all along as well but uh, the Jazz game that goes down on uh, Saturday night of course Austin uh, you can guess uh, exactly what time it starts ten thirty Eastern ten thirty Eastern time eight thirty Mountain so. <laughs> Uh, you know what's going to happen, Austin, is I'm going to go to my friend's house and I'm going to be asleep during yes. the third quarter. That's, yeah, well, yeah, and that's fine, I guess, because you get you know, to go skiing. Uh, that's that's which pretty is, cool. Which is great. And, and maybe there won't be that. Maybe there won't be as many people up on the mountain because of the that's Super true. Bowl. That's true. But so, this I, is also I, the family that you guys, your original wedding date was the night of BYU-Utah, wasn't it? Yeah, we did do that. Yeah, that happened. Uh-huh. That, uh, that not you guys have bad uh, bad luck finding dates of when to do things. Here. We we have uh, we have calendar problems. That's that's a good point, Austin. We do have uh, an issue with the the calendar. But I'm see, sure. uh, oh, December twenty fifth. That that date's open. What, nothing that going terrific. on that day, right? Yeah. Let's let's schedule. Oh, let's oh, schedule Christmas. Something. Uh, oh, the the fourth day in July is wide <laughs> open for some reason. Let's let's do it then. Uh, so. <laughs> My first day of skiing is going to be on Super Bowl Sunday. But you're right. You know what? We're probably not going to be fi- fighting the lines. That's the, that's a good point. It's probably going to be a good day to get up there, and we'll get down. And, yeah, I'll probably sleep through the what will end up being the best Super Bowl in history, and I'll have to watch <laughs> it on the DVR tomorrow. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure I, I will survive. I, All right. Jake, I have guilt, by the way, about skiing. Okay. Yeah, I'm a what? lifelong Utahn. I grew up uh-huh. skiing and then switched to snowboarding and got really into snowboarding for, for many, many, many years. I have not been up on the mountain in almost seven, eight years now. I haven't been up there. And, and it's a myriad of reasons, obviously cost and time, but I, I have guilt. I'm here in the world's best skiing and I don't, I don't go. Well, Austin, you know what? Uh, old me would have chastised you for missing out on, on an unbelievable opportunity for the place that we are lucky enough to live. But you know what? Me now, uh, nearly forty, me, I get it. Okay. You know, don't feel don't feel guilty. So about pre-child you, you just, would have chastised you, me, right? Uh-huh. I, I totally would have. But me now, you know what? Soak it up, man. Okay, you, you do you do you, and you make it happen, and you go snowboarding if you feel like it, sir. I I am in, I am in full support. Of uh, Austin Horton doing what Austin Horton wants to do, sitting next to me now on this very comfy recliner, might I add, that we're we're at the warehouse here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway, is Gordon Monson. Hey, I see to show hey. up. Oh, don't even do that to me today. <laughs> don't even do that to me. I am not in the mood. I am not in the mood for that uh, right now. I'm in a good mood. I'm feeling great. Yeah, I mean, do we need to do we need to somehow improve your mood today? Do we need to do something for you? You want Austin to sing you a song? Well, maybe someone tell me where the show is. Well, it's here at the warehouse, oh, eighty six East University I'm Parkway. Happy, I'm just, happy to be here. Yeah, I, I'm happy to see you. It's Friday. I like seeing you on Friday. Usually, you're in a good mood on Friday. It's your favorite day. Hmm. And and t- what did they used to call you as a kid, Grump? Yeah. So we've got Grump today, Grump Monson. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll shake it off, but you know, I, I just Austin played the wrong drop. I also would have thought you would have been in a good mood because you were looking forward to something today. Uh, I was looking forward to something today. 
that got delayed for another day. Oh, so I, we now know why you're in a grumpy mood. No, that's because not why. Your that's new toy why. isn't getting here until <laughs> that, that, tomorrow. No, I mean, come on. How long can it take? Right. Whatever happened to customer service? I don't know. We all feel terrible for you. Well, though. I know there are certain places that do the customer right, and this is one of them right here at the warehouse. But, I mean, there are some companies that need to learn a lesson or two. Well, well, have Tom give him a call and teach him teach him a couple of things about about customer service. I mean, like, uh, he'd, maybe, do, he'd do that for you. Gordon. Maybe when this process is completely over, I'm going to go through the checklist and tell you every dumb thing. Well, give them a bad Yelp review, Gordon. Yeah. Or, yeah. or a bad Google review, because apparently they have Google reviews for everything, including prisons, which we found out not that long ago. <laughs> you found that out. I thought that was going to be a regular feature that on the big show. That was quite funny, man. I don't know. We haven't done it since, have we? The, <laughs> reading the Google reviews for the local prisons. I just That that was funny. All right. I did not know. Do you I have, did not know. Do you have a list for us? Should I we, do. Should we dive into uh, Gordon's sure. list? Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's get right to it. Austin? And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. I'm Jake Scott. I'm not honking nothing here. Anybody out there ever, ever dig a tunnel that was almost a mile long? That was a fictional story, wasn't it? I don't want to disembowel him. That sounds like bragging. I didn't mean it. To be. He's a candy bleep. Three words. I hate you. I didn't mean to disembowel him. When did you say that? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes. That is graphic. I know. That's kind of gross. That isn't is it? graphic. That might be taking it a little bit too far. Gordon's List brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan right here on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 <laughs> The Zone, live from the warehouse. Come by and see us. We do have jazz gear for you. Uh, but, Gordon, uh, let's let's get started on this bad one. All right. Might as well start with uh, the Jazz suffering their third straight loss, uh, this time to the Nuggets last night. Uh, what went wrong, Jake, other than a 27-1 run by Denver? A lack of defense that continues to plague the Jazz. They fought back, but no win. And Donovan, Donovan, Donovan. Well, wherefore out art thou? Donovan had a, a that might have been the worst game of his career, which is just crazy to talk about. But I mean, he with, looked like something was wrong. And he went to the locker room at one point. Yeah, uh, or at least it appeared that way. On Didn't TV. somebody say he was like riding a bike or something? I I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure either, but Donovan's earned the, the an off night, uh, the outlier, right? He's he's earned the outlier game. Of course, he was announced All Star yesterday. It was, uh, do you think one had anything to do with the other? I don't know. Maybe there was a little pressure in national TV and all, but I mean, you know, Donovan's been in pressure pack situations before and come through with flying colors. I, you know, just might not have been his night, or maybe there was something uh, nagging him a little bit, or maybe he wasn't feeling well. There are I mean, ba- there are bad nights, and then there are horrible nights, and, and that, that was, was a horrible night. Yeah, and it came 12. at a really bad time for the Jazz. That was a a national spotlight, uh, a chance to for him to show what the Jazz really are now, and uh, to uh, and, and for him to make a stamp on it as well. To shut up all the Devin Booker fans out there that are going crazy right now because he's not on the all-star team. But uh, Jordan Clarkson, wow. Yes, and they wouldn't have been in that game without him. However, I wish he would have made that pass to Bogdanovich in the corner because he was open. Yeah, but at that point, what are you going to do? I mean, mean, there's nobody else on the team that's really uh, adding anything, any kind of difference. And uh, that that was just a that was just an unfortunate performance. The Jazz had the lead; they let it absolutely uh, dissipate. And that twenty-seven-one run, man, we haven't seen that happen very often. There's a little bit of that in the playoffs where we've seen the Jazz give up big runs, but that was that was uh, not not good last night. Well, real quick, Gordon, because I know we have a lot to get to on the list. But the first half from the Jazz was terrific. So. There was that, like you said, defensively they struggled. They did in the second half, but in the first half they were really, really good. But where you saw the game fall apart, twenty-seven to one run, that's because Donovan was having a bad night, and we realize how much he's used to prop up other lineups. 
Uh, I think we saw that last night where he did, really didn't have it going. Those other lineups uh, all of a sudden really started to struggle and give Denver credit. But I last night was such a bizarre, I thought, game. It was so weird to see them just fall apart like that in that period of time, and then the game was over. I mean, Jordan Clarkson's flurry aside, I mean, the game was over after that 27-1 run. He tried to carry him back uh, but could not do so, and uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe this is a little slump. Maybe the Jazz are tired, uh, but uh, they, they are in bad need of finding solutions to fix uh, what is troubling them right now. And let's look, when the Jazz are doing well, not that long ago, we were singing their praises, and when they play, uh, when they give up what they gave up last night against a team again missing some key players, uh, then you have to you have to criticize them. Otherwise, you lose all credibility. And maybe some people around here are hesitant to do that, but uh, the, the Jazz uh, uh, did not represent themselves the way of, in a way that they're capable of representing themselves last night. And Jake, I don't know how else to say it. Well, I mean, well, hold on. Can I ask you a question? Sure. What's the number one thing to be critical of right now? Uh, perimeter defense. Okay. I think that is the biggest problem. Uh, and last night, uh, the Jazz could not stop Denver over that stretch. I know Jokovic had a lot to do with that. And he has an interesting game, doesn't he? I mean, he, he can shoot it from outside. He's, he's a bully down, down in the paint. Uh, he, he reminds me a little bit of what Shaq did. He bumps defenders off the ball. Bumps them, bumps them. Bumps them, and when there were switches, you saw Royce O'Neal get <laughs> bumped yeah. right down under the basket. Now, I, I don't know what a coach can do in a case like that uh, because it seems like if a defensive player holds his ground, is the ref going to give him the call? Because if he holds his ground and, and plants his feet, he's going to get knocked over. Well, I guess you've got to put that to to the test, but... The thing with Jokic doesn't isn't he quietly dominant? Isn't that kind of like he doesn't feel like he's dominating a game, but he's dominating a game? I mean, he made shots that nobody has any business making right over right over Rudy Gobert, mm. and then made some passes that were just perfect. He caught Joe Ingles sleeping a couple of times on a play in the corner, and it was like, well, that was the perfect play. He just kind of quietly dominates these. Well, games. I expect Jokic to play well. I mean, he's a terrific player. But when you have other Denver Nuggets who are beating you badly, the Jazz have a problem. They have a problem playing perimeter defense, and they've got to find a solution to this. They've got to, in order to, in order to make this season what uh, what they had uh, uh, aimed to make it. Uh, after the game. A Denver fan yelling at Joe Ingles as he walks off the court. I, I saw that, and I was kind of like, come on, bub. What are you doing? George Niang turned. I did you see the video? I did. Mm-hmm. George Niang turns and steps uh, in to get his say in. Um, okay, so let me ask you this. What's a fan to properly do and not do? I mean, Kyle Lowry got pushed by a fan when he dove in for a loose ball. Did you see that? Uh, the, you know, you might you might say a fan is helping him back up, but Lowry took in, uh, took uh, issue with it because the guy just kind of shoved him back up. I thought that was just stupid. And uh, next time he said he might not be able to keep himself under control. So I don't know. I mean, I, that kind of bothered me a little bit when I see that kind of fan behavior. And that's been a topic around here stemming back to last season. And I, I get that, but uh, it seems to me like maybe everyone needs to stop and check themselves a little bit. I mean, I know fans think they can scream whatever they, you know, scream away. And uh, even nasty stuff, as long as it's not of a certain uh, a blend of, uh, of negativity, I guess. But I, I just think sometimes fans need to put a cork in it. I, I don't disagree, but I'm going to stick up for fans just a little bit because players... And I, I, know, I guess it's harder than it than it would seem, I suppose. But they've just got to ignore it. You just gotta, you just gotta tune it out. You've got to. And they say, "Oh, you'd never say that to me in a normal setting." And what would my response be? Blah blah blah. Well, it's not a normal setting. And the last thing the NBA needs is a malice in the palace type situation. And I, it's not about right or wrong. It's about 
doing your job. And unfortunately, doing your job includes dealing with fans who are right on top of you. But until they start stop selling those whatever thousand dollar seats right there on top of the court, I mean, it's going to always be. In fact, I'm I'm surprised that there aren't more incidents most, because there's a most, lot of there's most, a lot yeah, of wing, most most fans don't behave that but way. But that's what I'm saying. There are a lot of wing nuts out there, and unfortunately, that's something that you got to deal with. It comes with the it comes with the job. I mean, I'm sure that guy said some something just off color and horrible. And you know what? If you feel like it 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 deserves some sort of repercussion, then you've got to go through the proper protocols, pull the security guy aside. I saw Steve Smith, the head of Jazz Security, was right behind Joe in that video. You can see him, and uh, and Steve's terrific at, at his gig. Uh, it, pull Steve aside. Hey, Steve, this this guy said this. Let's let's make sure that something's done about it. But the, it, it, players cannot go confronting fans. Well, that, remember that, that can't that can't be. Remember a thing. that players are human beings. I I couldn't and, agree and, more. And they're but, not automatons. And if someone is yelling something at you, like and and I don't know what was said, but I can imagine what was said because Joe usually just runs on by. He turned around and George Yang reacted that way too. So something must have been said that was uh, aggressive. Said that way. Did you, did you see a story about a junior hockey coach in Saskatchewan? He's uh, he faced down a screaming fan by picking up a hockey stick and swinging it at the guy. Yeah, so you can't do that either. Well, I, yeah, right. I, I get that. So it falls into the same category. Well, I you, think you that, no, no. I, 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 mean, I thought I, fighting in hockey was okay, Gordon. That's true. If he would have just so, if he would have fist fought the guy <laughs> first, he wouldn't have picked up the I've, hockey stick. Look, Is that the I, logic? I, I've always been against high sticking. You know that. No, no, no. But but <laughs> if he would have, instead of, you know, if he would have been allowed to fist fight the guy, he wouldn't have picked up the hockey stick and tried to hit him, right? I don't want to get into you with it, but uh, I'll, I'll say this. Suddenly, next week's rematch with Denver, the one that ESPN, I guess, blew off now. They did. Which is curious to me. I don't know why they would do that. Why'd they do that? They want to put another game on, I guess. Well, doesn't this seem like a game that, did that game turn do, them off last do, night? And they, they they thought, okay, we don't want to televise that. But I think that game is really going to be has been intensified now. That game is now a seven o'clock tip, not an eight o'clock. Well, tip. I you have a lot of famous people in your Rolodex. Get Mickey Mouse on the horn and say, "What are you doing bumping the chess game?" <laughs> I don't know. I don't well, know why they bumped that. That's going to be interesting coming up. All sorts of things to talk about right. with the Utah Jazz. We'll we'll get to it throughout the show. You want to do a quick tease on something else on the list? You want to? Well, there is this there? little thing called the Super Bowl. Good tease. We will get to that coming up next. And uh, there are some things in association with the Super Bowl that are absolutely ridiculous. So we'll get to that. And as Austin knows. You can't handle things that are ridiculous. This is ridiculous, Jake. We are live at the warehouse here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. We have lots of great jazz for, uh, gear for you. We have beanies. We have hoodies. We have T-shirts. We have ornaments. What a, What is this thing? We have seatbelt pads. I've never even <laughs> seen that before. Me neither. Wow. We have, uh, well, let, let's call it two because I'm going to give Tom one of these. You put that on your You go ahead Tom. and talk yeah, to Tom. I'm going to lounge back here. <sighs> this is pretty good. Uh, Tom, of course, from the warehouse joins us now. And that Tom, is the Gordon special. What is this thing, Tom? This is the most comfortable chair I've ever sat the, in. I can't. Uh, I'm going to mention the price, but I cannot mention the name because I promised that I would not when they let me get this deal. Right. Our competitor up the street and in Salt Lake down the street, the same guys, okay. they, they are the big guys, sell this for 2700 bucks. I have five of them. Five left. You remember it. we had a whole truck on? Yeah, right. This is Italian leather, head... Back, recline, adjustable head tilt, USBs, USBs in the console. Feel how cold this is, by the way. Gordon. Yeah, feel, feel that. Feel, feel that. I'm going to put a cold. That yeah, but feel that. Feel that with your hand real quick. Cold. Feel that with your hand. Yeah. Yeah, right? It's the same thing uh, as a Yeti. And the, Keeps your drink cold. <laughs> it lines the cup holder. 899 bucks That's instead it. of 27.99. Wait, how much? 899 That's uh, the, see, the special. The thing about that is... It's indicative. Put your drink in there. It's going to keep well, it cold. I want, I want to make sure I don't. Uh, You're okay. Uh, I, I just, 
you'll have to knock a few more bucks out by the time we're done messing this thing up. But hey, uh, easy. What are you? What are you planning on doing over there? <laughs> nothing. But look, let me let me let me get to what I was going to say. I was going to compliment Tom because nice. I'm a customer. I'm a customer. And this deal on this particular piece of uh, furniture is oh, yeah. indicative of what the man does. That head up makes a big difference. That head yeah. adjust is that makes the a big difference. Ultimate. How'd you do that? Let's see. It's easy here. Now Gordon's got the controls. We're in trouble. Oh yeah, we are in trouble. <laughs> <What's going on? laughs> uh, hey, okay, we've hey, officially just, lost Gordon. Listen, <laughs> I just got back from the furniture show, and I have deals. Let's get to it. I have deals. Keep that going, Johnny. I, I have deals. Um, we're going to talk a lot about <laughs> adjustable beds today. I have, I've had adjustable bed deals going on, but I've I've got an adjustable bed deal. Um, I've got a queen range, so I've got a queen adjustable bed, including a gel infused memory foam mattress for four ninety nine. Wow! This this is everything you need for an adjustable bed for four ninety nine. I have. A nicer package, head up, foot up, a nicer gel-infused memory foam mattress, six ninety-nine. Then I have the incredible. It, the model is a five seventy-five. It's made by one of the best manufacturers. The bases are fourteen ninety-nine at our competitors across the street. The base is fourteen ninety-nine. I've got two mattresses you can choose from. You can buy the entire package for eight hundred. And $99. Wow. And then I've got Gordon's favorite, the Gordon Special with the lumbar, USBs. Oh, sorry. Remember that, remember that adjustable bed you and your wife yes. were? I'm still going to get one. Do you, you, have any, do you have any left? I've got in, we'll talk about Kings next break. Uh-huh. I've got it in a queen. Okay. This is the special that they had at the home show for $3,900. Regular like 67 depending on what brand of mattress, up to $8,400, $3,900. I've got it with three mattress choices. I've got a Lake Tex hybrid, a 14-inch gel-infused hybrid, or a solid 14-inch memory foam The gel in, with the nicer viscose so it sleeps cooler. The entire package, the base is incredible. Mm-hmm. The entire deal for $1,299. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You can afford them. Get into an adjustable bed here at the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway, or, of course, the Salt Lake location, 1967 South, 300 West. But come on by, grab some jazz gear, wake up, Gordon, because hey, we this need is, You this need is to do your show every single day on that, baby. I right agree. There. I couldn't agree more. Whew. More straight ahead on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Slow Mo Joe. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. So there's a big movement in this country called resistance, and I don't want to get political with you because I know you don't care, but I have a feeling you're going to resist what I tell you here. I got to have you shoot more, Joe. It's as simple as that. Uh, cool. Next question. <laughs> Do not. See, you're resisting it. I knew you would. Come on, man. I need you. We need you, Joe. It's the ultimate. That's resistance. the ultimate resistance right there. <laughs> I just hang up every time you are. Uh, <laughs> Joe, we want to talk field goal attempts. I, I definitely can be more aggressive, and I'm still trying to figure it out. They're coming off the bench and, and when to be aggressive and when not to, and I'll shoot when I'm open. We can live with that. Oh, yeah. Catch jazz man Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, the band of the day today, The Temper Trap, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. 
Orem.com. We are live from the warehouse here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Come get some jazz gear and uh, great deals on all sorts of furniture, including adjustable beds and uh, the Gordon Special, this uh, wonderful recliner we're sitting on right now. But we roll on with Gordon's list. Gordon, what's next? All right, the Super Bowl. Uh, the Super Bowl, I heard you talking about it as I was uh, stepping in. And uh, it is. The Super Bowl has become this sort of uh, bigger-than-sports thing. I mean, it's the biggest thing of the year. Can you think of anything bigger? Well, you know, uh, Thanksgiving. (laughs) I'm not even sure. Because the Super Bowl really is to the point now where Super Bowl Sunday is sort of like a national holiday. In fact, I think everyone ought to get Monday off. I agree with that. Call it Hangover Monday. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. That's not what I had in mind. But uh, the Super Bowl is the only thing that can make us interested in how long Demi Lovato's national anthem is going to last. That's because, what, we're all degenerate gamblers? <laughs> I guess, but don't, don't all families, a bunch of families, they fill out those things where he, whoever gets the most things right, then, then you get bragging rights. Some do. My wife won that last year in our family. Are you having the whole family over? Uh, yeah. And Lisa's organizing games? What do you mean? Well, you're not organizing it. I know. We're I'm just saying is she organizing games? games? We're watching like, the game. No, like uh, the the prop bets, like the stuff you're talking no, about. No, that's my son-in-law. He's in charge of that, but he provides it, and then everyone fills it out. Oh, okay. It's kind of fun, just a little competition uh, in the family. But the game itself, the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs going to beat the Niners. And uh, I know a lot. Some people are picking the Niners. I get it. They they have the defense and they have that you know the the front four that doesn't really need any blitz help. They're gonna try and uh, push Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes around. They got Richard Sherman in the secondary. I get all that, uh, but Mahomes is the difference in this game. I Jake, think- you're the one that always says that the team with the best quarterback wins. Uh, okay, but I... You he know. is the best quarterback, and there's no better quarterback anywhere than what he has performed like in the playoffs. He He's, what is he, he's hitting like 66% of his his passes. He's thrown eight, inter, uh, eight touchdowns with zero interceptions. He's got a passer rating of 131.5. Nobody does that. And he also hasn't faced a defense like this. And we've seen a lot of Super Bowls where these great defenses end up coming out on top. Yeah, and but, they yeah, have but, a, a running game if they keep it out of Mahomes' hands, but I'm go, telling you. Go back and look at some of the games that the Niners have played against mobile quarterbacks. And mobile quarterbacks hurts this defense. I know you're in love with the chefs. It's fine. I'm just picking think, them. I'm I, not in I, love with I them. I think the, the Niners, I think they win. Because of the defense. Because of the defense and the running defense game. Defense wins championships. It, it does. <laughs> well, you got to score points, too. I know that, uh, that you know, you love these cute offenses that, that just, you know, cute. think cute. That, that they're reinventing the wheel. Cute offenses. But, but great defense and running the football has worked in the NFL since the dawn and, of and time. Andy Reid is, this is his time. He is the, the he is what the best. What does that mean? He is the best offensive mind in football. And now that he has this quarterback and this team playing the way they are right now, they are going to beat that defense. And then I'm going to laugh in your face. Oh, save that for Monday. <laughs> save that for Monday right there. Yeah. One way or another, save that for Monday. Come where, on. What do you, that... How can you root against Andy Reid? He, he has had a great career. He's the sixth all-time most victories in NFL history. He's never won a Super Bowl. You're going to root against Andy Reid, really? No, I'm going to root against the Chiefs. It has nothing to do with Andy Reid. Why? I don't know. I don't like the Chiefs. <laughs> You're doing this just because I picked the and, Chiefs. And everybody's in love with Andy Reid, so I'm going the other way. Go Niners. What do you mean? Hans and Scotty both picked the Niners. I don't care There's what they There's nothing original about what you're doing. I'm not picking it. I'm not, I'm Why just, can't I'm, you just be amenable for once and just go with the flow and stay with me on this and pick the Chiefs? Instead, you've got to be Mr. Contrarian over there being all argumentative about it. Can I say something for a second? Oh, yeah. I, 
I am shocked about how much this matters to you. I mean, I really have. Really doesn't I, I really this is have, radio. This is fun. This is entertainment. I've picked. I've picked on you about a lot over the years, and and this is one of the the most exuberant reactions I think I've got. You're really dug in on this whole thing. Not really. I really don't care. But I, I'm picking the Chiefs. <laughs> I can tell. I couldn't the, care less. Picking the Chiefs quite uh, passionately. No, I mean, I'd like to see Andy Reid win it. Uh, I think uh, it would be nice for him to uh, – if he wins it, he'd probably go into the Hall of Fame as a coach. If he doesn't, I'm not sure. Now, I, you know what I was thinking of? This is a weird place for my mind to go, but uh, who do you think – Your mind always goes in weird places. So, Kyle Whittingham is obviously rooting for the Chefs. He knows Andy Reid. Weren't they teammates, I think? Could be. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were teammates. Um, and Kyle's son is on staff, right, with, with yeah. the chefs as well. So That's obviously right. Kyle, the person, mm-hmm. is rooting for, for the chefs. But deep down in his football soul, he's rooting for the Niners. Why? Because they play mean, lean defense and they play ball control, run the football. All the things that he believes in as a football coach, that's the Niners. But relationships and, and such, that's that's the chefs. <laughs> Look, blood runs deeper than philosophy. It okay? does. I said he's rooting for the chefs, but deep down in his, like, football soul, he's like, yeah, the defense and the running. Yeah, that's my style. That wins championships. When we come back, have you seen the PETA ad that allegedly was blocked by the NFL? No. You'll have to watch that during the break. All right. And when we come back, we're going to talk about it. And where's the NFL's sense of humor anyway? And uh, but do you have uh, any meals planned? Uh, we'll get into that a little bit. And who's invited? Who should be invited to the party? And there's all kinds of craziness going on in the world that we gotta we got to get to, including uh, a preposterous thing that a Utah perpetrator has, uh, Utah as in a resident, not a Utah fan, or play or anything has perpetrated. We'll get to that coming up uh, on the list. All right, more straight ahead live from the warehouse here in Orem. Drop by and see us 86 East University Parkway. It is the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Because we all see the growing gap financially between, I'll call them the haves and the have-nots at this point, the haves being the Power Five conferences and the have-nots being everybody else. And then there's even a a jump from power conferences to other power conferences. How, as an independent, can BYU try and close the financial gap between what they're bringing in and what they think they would or should be bringing in if they were in a Power Five? The best thing they can do is try to minimize it as much as possible. You're never closing the gap on G5, P5, putting BYU say in that classification. But what you can do is make more than any other G5 team out there, and you can at least minimize some of the damage between you and the P5 financials. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. you about our friends at Action Plumbing. Get the preseason furnace tune-up for just 30 bucks. Give them a call today. $33. Excuse me. Give them a call today. 801-833-3333. Action Plumbing. We're here at the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway. Drop on by and see us. We're going to have Ty Shelter from 538.com coming up top 4 o'clock hour. But uh, let's knock a couple more items off the list, shall we, Gordon? All right. We were talking about things surrounding the Super Bowl, and some of the uh, some of the ads that are going to be in the Super Bowl are uh, leaking out, and people are getting sneak previews of them. Uh, and there was an ad that came out. I I didn't see it until today. Maybe it'd been out there earlier, but it's a it's allegedly a PETA ad that uh, featured animated animals taking a knee to the sound of the national anthem. 
in the background. Okay. And uh, I, I guess the animals were uh, sending out some sort of protest. Like uh, everybody treat animals better or something. I, I think that was the point of it. It, it, it. According to some people, according to PETA, that ad was rejected by the NFL. And? I, I just, why, why does the NFL do that? Why can't, if someone's willing to pay the money to, to advertise during the Super Bowl, why does the NFL got to come in and squash it? Because somebody else can is going to pay that money too, so you might you can be picky and choosy. I mean, I, you know, it's it's at their discretion. It's their business. Yeah, I guess. And they want nothing to do with that that kneeling stuff. They've been they've spent years trying to distance themselves from it. <laughs> from it, why would they just open that door? Oh, back I think up they again? should welcome it with open arms. Yeah, because that worked out so well for them. Well, listen, I I think freedom of expression is a good thing. I I never want to err on the side of of censorship, and I don't think I don't like the way the the NFL handled that to begin with. But think about it from Roger Goodell's standpoint. He's been trying to quash that for more than two years now, three years now, right? They even had a they, so they have a bear. That takes a knee. You have a raccoon that takes a knee. You have a dog that takes a knee. Uh, and you have a bald eagle that takes a knee, too. Hmm. Nice touch at the end. All right, what's on the menu for your Super Bowl? What are you eating? Uh, so we're going to a friend's house, and we're responsible for the salad. So we're we're taking kind of an oriental noodle salad. Really, no. Well, I don't know whether somebody else is responsible for the main course. I don't know what they're, they're planning. You have no clue what no, else is going to be available. No, but he's he's uh, he's pretty good with the smoker, so I would I would guess he's probably oh, got something going on. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like we're going over to a family's house that know what they're, that that knows what they're doing. I just I'm not sure what exactly is on the the menu other than a delicious Oriental salad, which should complement really anything quite nicely. I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, it's gonna be good. What about with you? Sword. What? Okay, wait, hold on. I, I don't know. Before yet. you mock me, what are you? I, I don't, I what don't are know. you actually going I, to be preparing? I do not know yet. That's nothing. But, but I will follow orders and and help out because I have chef skills. So you'll so, open a can of beans, but then you and know, open look, a can look, of Korean mushroom soup. No, no, no. Combine Here's the, the two and put it in the you, microwave. You gotta have some meat. Uh, now I got no problem with vegetarians and vegans. Whatever. I mean, eat whatever you want. But uh, for most red-blooded Americans, you got to have some meat on the table, right? I mean, none of this chicken li- superfood stuff. You got to have some red meat to eat during the Super Bowl, don't you? I don't know. I don't care what you eat, but you know, what, I, what if I'm you, not little smokies. You, have- you know, I, I, I'm a, I tasted those uh, a few weeks ago. I hadn't had them in years, and uh, they're good. Got to have myself some little smokies. I think maybe some baked beans. Have a little potato salad mixed in there. And then if you want to get real elaborate with all the smoker, like you said, then you can do all kinds of brisket. I do whatever you want. I mean, but have some meat if if it's within your boundaries. Why does it have to be red meat? I don't know. It just sounds good. What if good. you want like a turkey chili? I read somewhere that, they, that during the Super Bowl, <laughs> Americans consume like 50 million pizzas or something. Yeah, I believe it. Tom, yeah, it's 150 million. I don't know, 150 billion. I don't just, know. Are you just, Tom's having pizza? I can tell by the look. Are you just making it. up stats now? Is that what? No, uh, I read that on the internet. Ty Schalter <laughs> joins us coming up next. Tom, do you what's the Super Bowl plan uh, like going on in your household? You you bringing people over? You going somewhere? What are you doing? I am going. My son Clayton goes back to Peru tonight, so I'm going to just go hang out with my wife and her parents. All right, that sounds pretty good. It'll be fun. You have a go-to food? You got a go-to Super Bowl snack you got to have? My wife loves wings. Okay. Good wings. That's a are... staple, right? Yeah. But but you look on your face saying that's a no-go for you. I love wings. Oh, you no, do? I, I love wings. Okay. I, I'm the wrong guy to ask because... If it's food and I'm hungry, <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> it's 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 all going down. A finger food is always good for it is the Super Bowl. I I don't want a roast beef dinner. Sit down at a table, <laughs> like dips, you know yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this, you gotta have something you can dip it in. Right? I agree. Yeah, a little 100%. seven layer dip, something like that. Yeah, a little queso. 
Got to have Diet Dr. Pepper. All right. That's a given. Okay. All right. My wife makes a mean seven-layer Mexican. You've had that before. Yeah, very good. I don't uh, like it. You don't like that? I love it. Ah! <laughs> and, of course, you you know what? you got to have your man cave decked out uh, for the big game. And we're talking uh, all sorts of stuff today, Tom. Last break, we talked queen adjustable beds. Yeah. I'm just going to real quickly uh, hit kings, and then we're going to talk it. about man cave. If you need a man cave sit for tomorrow, I've got four of those left. Nice. If you've been waiting, there's four left made by Klausner. Double reclining sofa with a console. I only have four left. Because of that, I'm adding a second color that we're selling for five ninety nine. I'm going to do both colors. I have six of one, five of the other, three ninety nine. Wow! Double reclining sofa with a console for three hundred ninety nine bucks. How about uh, let's talk about a bedroom special? I just bought. Solid wood. I'm not talking particle board with a paper laminate. I'm talking about a nice queen bed with dresser nightstand. It's an $1,100 bedroom set. I'm going to do it for $599. Normally that price, it's all particle board with paper laminate stuff. I've got two colors to choose from. If you want a king, I'll do the king set for six ninety nine. Wow, that's unbelievable! You cannot buy that bed by itself for six ninety nine. The bed's normally like eleven hundred bucks. Um, quick adjustable bed kings. We talked last break about the queens. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do a king adjustable head up, foot up, adjustable with a gel infused memory foam bed for nine ninety nine. Wow, it's the best deal I've ever advertised on a king bed. It's a solid king. It's not a split. I then have, if you want to do it in a split, I can do it in a split with that mattress for $14.99. We've never done a king for that price. It's always been a cow king. And then I have the daddy of them all, Gordon's bed, the one that's <laughs> as, as much as 11000 bucks. We're going to do it for $29.99. Three mattresses again, a latex hybrid, 14-inch gel-infused hybrid, or a 14-inch nicer viscose mattress memory foam mattress the entire package 2900 bucks i had a customer come in they're friends of mine they ended up buying one they told me they were at the home show and that mat that deal was on special at the home show for 59.99 normally it's more than that wow so it's it's a deal it's the best deal in town as usual and i've never done this before we just did it on our man cave show that uh, runs tomorrow uh-huh Anybody who buys an adjustable bed today, sorry, hiccups, today, tomorrow, or Monday, I'm going to give you a free mattress protector or free sheets, hiccups. Sorry, everybody. How about that? Free mattress protector, free sheets today, tomorrow, Monday. Take advantage of it here at the warehouse. Salt Lake location as well. 86 East University Parkway here in if you need a sofa for the game tomorrow... You come in tonight or tomorrow morning by noon, I'll deliver you tomorrow. How about that? <laughs> Look at that. Get taken care of for the Boom. big game. 86 East, University Parkway, 1967 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.